Hello and welcome to the podcast Life Without Limits. Now, this is the podcast where we talk to interesting people who have been through tough times and come out the other side to achieve great things. Now I've got a great guest for you today. His name is Sam Lysett and Sam Lysett was doing motocross around the national grid, competing in uh, motocross around the country until he had a tragic accident and he lost the use of his left, left wrist. One year on from his accident, he's now competing in adaptive CrossFit around the country, lifting heavyweights and competing in competitions. So, hi, Sam. How are you? Hi, yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you, Jan? Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, um, so, tell us a little bit about you and your story. Uh, so, uh, basically, uh, I'm 24. I'm from Weymouth. I loved like sport and training sort of all my life. I started motocross when I was six, racing, but I actually first rode a bike when I was four, so sort of every weekend since since then I was involved with it, loved it, and yeah, always sort of competing or locally riding, training, trying to get as good as you can, basically, just loving it. And then up until last year in March 2022, I um, actually unfortunately had a crash and extended my wrist, come around a corner, sort of got a bad start in the race, trying to go as fast as I could, flipped over, landed on that my hands and I um, dislocated the lunate bone in my wrist and ruptured the ligaments and from there it's sort of been a bit uncertain for the whole last year really. and now I can't ride and grip strength's poor and a lot of pain in left wrist so. So yeah. for, for those that don't know what motocross is, is motocross kind of is on a motorbike but on a dirt track kind of? Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're yeah, jumping so off, off racing. hills and things. Yeah so all sorts of different sand like sand, mud, wet dry and then jumps and bumps everywhere so quite chaotic but it's always been good fun and, and how how kind of fast are you going um quite to tell we don't actually have a speedo on a bike because it's all more we've got to be real focused not worrying about speeds but probably i'd say you may average around 40 40 mile an hour and considering you're all off-road it's quite gnarly yeah, really people around you. yeah yeah so about 40 mile an hour probably average but so before your actual um incident what was the worst kind of injury or crash you had before did you have anything um yeah i actually did i fractured my ulna which on the same side actually when i was 16 just um had a sort of similar fall crashed going along the straight and put my hands out again so it's quite a common thing motocross injuries hands arms wrists so you put them out first when you're sort of flailing around so yeah i fractured my ulna, but that was the worst i've had and then sort of a few concussions bit of head it's, injuries it's... It's still pretty kind of recent. It was only last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So March. So it's only what is it now? It's sort of 18, 19, 18 months, roughly. Eighteen months. Yeah. So how did the crash happen? You was going too fast around the corner, trying to overtake everyone. Yeah, and then hit a bit of a wall and just flipped. Yeah. So did you go flying through the air? Yeah, literally just sort of catapulted off the front, and I must have. It's sort of so fast, all a bit of a blur, but I must have just put my hands out. And as I hit the floor, the left wrist got pushed back the most. So I sort of, I landed and sat up and I was like, oh no. Like I just felt my wrist ache, like it was like an ache straight away and just felt a bit like crunchy. And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't know, I haven't done something good here. So that sounds crazy. You sort of know when you've 
done yourself in proper and I was like okay I'm done for the race and then the medics come over and like we need to get your bike out of the way and it's like well I can't move that <laughs> I just had to walk across. So what straight after your accident did you stand up and start walking or did they just take you into the ambulance? I sat up for a bit and then yeah they were like what do you want to do because I was at the top side of the track and we had to go down to the bottom of the hill he said can you walk what do you want to walk down and I was like I was like oh I'll sit in the sit in the truck so I sat in the truck sort of holding my arm up and then got taken down to the main ambulance, which is always off the track where they can sort of see to you and then the paramedics can get back on and move around the track in the Jeep. So, yeah, and then when I went and seen the main medics, they were like, he was feeling around and sort of moving it, but didn't quite clock what had happened at that point because it was all very um, internal. You couldn't really see because it was the lunate right inside the middle of my wrist. You couldn't really see. There was only a bit of swelling and it was just really stiff. So. And how, how does that affect you kind of nowadays? now so essentially like even sort of daily tasks like sort of the the action of for example trying to squeeze some toothpaste on as soon as i squeeze anything it just feels like i don't know if you ever like bruised a bone or when you smack your shin it's really hard and it's really bruised like inside my wrist just feels like a bony ache all the time as soon as i squeeze it really and i've only got that much flexion in it and then extensions a lot worse as well so that, that that must affect you when you're lift when you're weightlifting and lifting weights as well then. Yeah, essentially. So anything I sort of uh, twenty kilo barbell is sort of the max I can strict press overhead. So mainly now I'm just trying to do whatever I can with the left or strap something around the elbow to move that and then focus on right arm strength really. So when so when you're doing CrossFit, do you mainly focus just using one arm? Yeah, essentially. I have so sort of following and I, so I met you guys at the comp and Henry, he's really good guys to follow, Henry Dunn. I'm sort of taking on what they're doing in the top level ones. So like sort of Casey, Hickory and, and those guys seeing what they can do with like a strap around the, around the elbow joint, taking as much of that as I can and adapting all the movements. So yeah, take slow process. Took me a while to sort of get into it. At first I was a bit like, don't want to do anything, which is hard when you've had that injury. But then sort of now I'm overcoming that, figuring what I can do. Um, what a common kind of theme with everyone I've spoken to so far say as soon as they went to the hospital everyone's quite negative saying you can't do this you can't yeah straight away so they don't don't see the positive side of things no no so literally when I was I had it I had to have the lunate actually pop back in because that was pressing on I believe it's called the radial nerve or median nerve and that's what sort of supplies your thumb and your fingers next to it and that would, they were starting to tingle and go numb when I got there. So the bone that popped out was pressing on that. And they said, we need to pop that back in before that causes any damage to the nerve. And then the next day they came around to sort of check me, see how I was feeling, like the fingers were coming back. And then they said, we're going to have to operate on you. But basically how the guy was like, how the consultant, sorry, was how is how important is your wrist to you? And I was like, ah, that's not a very positive question to be asking so i was like well i'm a personal trainer and crossfit coach so pretty important because i need to use my limbs yeah. so it was a bit negative for him to be coming around saying that but yeah so did you kind of think after this accident that's the end of my job that's the end of what for am I me personally now? i was sort of like Ah, oh, he's just he's just saying that I'll be fine. Like I'm sort of one that's I've been really lucky to be fair. Like even though I've been motocross since I was six, I've had a lot of injuries, like other people you know or hear or see about see about. 
so I, I've been quite lucky, not not too not too serious with injuries, and I've trained CrossFit since 2017. I started training, so then up until then, never really got any injuries CrossFit, and I was very lucky, quite mobile and quite good agility and stuff. So yeah, I got away with injuries. So I thought at the time I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Like I'll just be in a cast for a few weeks, and then I'll be back to it. And then sort of over the time, the realization sort of hit. It's like, oh no, he was like, your wrist's never going to be like it was. So that was quite, it's been really hard actually, more so than I thought. I sort of put it to the back of my mind, but over the last sort of year, it's been, yeah, it's serious because I can't have really. You, have, have you actually gone back to motocross since? Not since, no. I would like to, but I just know the pain I have and the discomfort and I can sort of, if I do something heavy with it, I feel it sort of shift where the ligaments aren't holding it and it grinds. So, so I know I couldn't. I wouldn't did, be able do, to. Do, did I do adaptive bikes where you could just do something from like one side of one arm or something? Yeah, like there's, there's, there is, there is a lad actually, sort of locally to to where I am in Dorset. He he has an amputated um, arm. I'm not sure if it's from the forearm down or if he's got the elbow joint, but he actually has an adaptive bike where he's got a like a quick release plug in and he can actually ride and all the controls that hand control, so your clutch and your brake lever on the on his arm side and then he's just got a, like a quick release plug-in so he can still write it's really impressive yeah so maybe, maybe one day that'd be something you could do if yeah. you want to get back into it yeah yeah there's yeah things you can do but then also so in so in uh, next week actually i've got a an appointment with a consultant again to decide on surgery coming up so possibly a full fusion is going to be looking like the best option for me really which is means the wrist will just be solidified where it is yeah yeah which you won't, be, won't be able to use it as much no i would have a lot less movement but in theory they said i probably would be able to put more load through it so i've got to weigh up the options and technically see what see what see if it works for you yeah, yeah. so the next question would be what have been some of the biggest obstacles you have faced and how have you overcome them so that this is definitely it so far like, like i did it say so i've been very lucky sort of got through things quite easily not too many injuries and um quite able with things to do like different sports so definitely having the wrist injury was is the hardest thing and i think for me probably where i'm i'm coaching quite a lot i'm down at portland beach crossfit and i was really lucky there so rich and liz the owners were like there's no question about it they were like now you're you're still you can still work for us we'll know you'll find a way to work around it was really helpful but the biggest obstacle I think was probably where I'm involved in it a lot and always coaching I didn't actually train a lot myself to begin with because I was always waiting like oh my wrist will be all right soon then I'll start training and that was like a big thing for me so I was always I'll be fine I'll get back to it when I can and then it's not until this year when I really realized no I'm not gonna be able to get back to it if I don't now trying to adapt so I think that's been the biggest obstacle for me and just finding new ways and how to do it yeah 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 basically and yeah sort of mentally just like no this is what you've you've got with to do to deal with now and just keep training because if you don't I'll just, I'll just end up staying stagnant and not not get anywhere so what would you say is, today is your biggest proudest achievement you can have more than one if you think um, more more. for me it would probably be becoming a coach because when I when I was younger and I was sort of 16, going through um, college and A-levels and stuff, I didn't really know what I wanted to do and ended up not finishing my A-levels and thinking, oh, all my friends are in A-levels, I've got to get a, a proper job or something like that. And then I ended up getting an apprenticeship 
completely different to what the A-levels I did because I dropped out of that. And then I was in the apprenticeship and I, it was an engineering apprenticeship. And I was like, oh, I really don't really want to be doing this for the next four years. I couldn't do that either. So I only did that for six months. So then I left that. And then at the time I was like, well, I'm 18. I've not got anything coming up, not got a job. So I got a job at Tesco. And then um, in the meantime, went back to college and managed to get into a foundation degree in sport coaching, which my mum actually sort of got me into and really pushed me to do. And then from there, I just kept going with it and started CrossFit and started really liking it. And I thought, oh, maybe I could do this. And Rich, the owner, sort of was always pushing me like, oh, I would like you to be a coach. And then from there in 2009, 20, just post-COVID, I, I actually became a coach. And it was sort of, I was proud of that because for me, it was like, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I thought, I've, I've got to get a, a proper job or what people assume is a proper job or a career. And I thought, well, I can't do just coaching and make that a living but I actually I have so far so I do personal training and CrossFit coaching so yeah I'm mm. proud of that because I'm still doing that despite the yeah the good thing is that. even after, after your injury they still kind of support you and yeah they've you. Been, yeah been great yeah because I find the fitness industry is probably one of the industries that don't always include disabilities especially no. anyway yeah and that's and even for me so I was very able beforehand um and yeah, I didn't see a lot of it, if I'm honest, or I didn't come across it a lot. A lot of people, especially CrossFit, people have that perception of CrossFit. I think, well, I, I can't even do that. I've got to be fit before I even do that. But yeah. now knowing what I can still do with the adaption and going to the competition, the adapt competition we were at, seeing the people there is really amazing, like what they can overcome. It so, was, yeah, honestly, like, just, just to see all kind of ranges of abilities just yeah. going out and smashing is it was inspiring to see yeah it was really good so what would you say to somebody that feels they're unable to reach their full ability because of their disability um i'd say you can there's always a way and there's always a level you can work towards and when i had the injury i, I contacted actually i contacted casey because he was sort of the only person i knew about at the time that was um lower limb and he's actually was born with no lower limb on one side, on, uh, sorry, upper limb on one side, his forearm. Um, I contacted him and one of the comments he made to me was like, like, even if, even if you can't improve, like, why not try? Because at least then you're doing something. So if you're trying to always get better or uh, try and be fitter or do something, you're, that act of doing it is you getting better. Do you know what I mean? So it's, you don't, and even if you're really struggling with certain things, like you can always find a way to do something. So I really like that point he made. And I think, yeah, there's always a way to get better. So just try. Yeah. So no matter what injury you may have. Yeah. Give give every single thing you go. Because yeah. Give every single yeah. thing a go. Even because you might find not everything works, but you'll find yeah. something that you excel at that maybe you never thought existed before. Yeah. And then just stick, yeah, stick with it and keep going. And if you enjoy that, then yeah, why not? If you're sat at home or whatever thinking I can't do any of that, then you're never gonna know, are you? So always try. And I think I think this is the good thing about adaptive CrossFit. It's just the start for us. Yeah. We're just showing the world what we can really do and yeah, grow to big things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's amazing, especially seeing, yeah, like I said, seeing some of the people what they could do despite what they've overcome because for me I know it's still I've still got that adaptation I need to make but I was sort of a sport I really liked and I'm not the most adaptive 
person because I still got use of the wrist and like Henry I met has completely lost his arm in a tragic accident so seeing people like that still going for it and still trying to improve when I've sort of just had a wrist injury doing something I love doing all the time it puts it into perspective like I've not got half the worries of of some other people as well so always there's always a way so keep going and, and, and in a way your injury makes you would make you a better personal trainer because you yeah. can now think of the, the ways that everyone can do it but you can also think of different ways so you can adapt it for ev- anyone that thinks they can't do it yeah yeah, yeah that's very true yeah there's always there's always something because there's yeah different even if it's not necessarily injury or someone's had to go and have surgery and they've just got to work around it and rehab that like that can really bring that back in too because it's like you can now you're aware of being adaptive you know if someone's had a surgery to this certain area oh you can really work on this in the meantime until that recovers and then someone that is fully adaptive now you know that as well you can say no I've worked around this so you can definitely work around what you've got exactly Um, there's always a way yeah so what what's next for you what uh, what what are you looking to do in the future now um I'd really like to keep going with with across it as best I can like I said if I decide to have the fusion that will then sort of change as well in the future probably be a, a recovery process to that and obviously the bones will need to then fuse and pain will need to drop and then see how the training can change from then and then I'd really like to just keep going with like uh, competitions everywhere I find them really fun even if it's there's a few I think there's a charity one coming up as well that's just there to raise awareness I'd love to do that just to just to go there basically and meet different people see what they can do and then see how far I can get with my own adaptive training and then also just progress up with uh, CrossFit so I'm also currently going to do the a British weightlifting course to assist with coaching at CrossFit and then hopefully oh, go nice. on to CrossFit level two as well. Nice. Yeah. And, and what's your next competition? Are you doing the um the uh, the pairs event coming up in September? Yes, yeah, so I've yeah, so I've entered the uh the adaptive pairs comp. I've entered I that one. I think there's be a really big competition coming up as well. Yeah. Yeah, that should be good. For those and of you then, that don't know it's um there's 60 athletes coming together so it's you get an adaptive athlete and an able-bodied athlete and they're going to pair together and we're going to do a competition in september the 10th and it's going to be it's going to be mental i think everyone's going to yeah. go for it it's going to be a big competition yeah where where's the location exactly again um it's in Wolfham. no it's in st albans yeah st. Albans. yeah yeah Yes, that would be great. And then you'd yeah, just be able to see all sorts of people, yeah. people that are able and not as able working together as well. So it just shows exactly. how, how useful CrossFit can be because no matter what your impairment, everyone can do this workout in the same sort of way and have the same sort of enjoyment and benefit from it. Yeah, so if anyone wants to come and watch and support our, our, all of us competing, come down to St Albans and you'll leave being thinking, what have I just seen? Wow. That's how I left our last competition. Yeah, definitely. So if people want to connect with you um, um, or see what you do, how are they able to reach you or find you? Um, so um, I coach at Portland Beach CrossFit. So you could even find Portland Beach CrossFit on Instagram. It's just standard Portland Beach CrossFit. Um, my own PT stuff, 
my brand is because my motocross number was always 441 for many years. So my um, personal training brand is 41 Fitness, literally just plain text 41 Fitness, F as in actually written out, not not the numbers, spelled, spelled out 41 Fitness. And then my um, Instagram name is Sam Lysett. So uh, anything, any of those um, sort of social media pathways, you can find it and find 41 Fitness. I've also got a website. 41fitness.com where you can find what i'm doing as a personal trainer and coaching as well oh cool so if if anyone wants to get in contact with sam or watch what he does in his own training or if you go into his instagram and he puts all his his personal training stuff up there get in contact with him even if you want to use him as a personal trainer get in contact um and i guess i'll see you at the competition coming up soon in a few weeks yeah, definitely. Thanks very much for letting me speak. Thank, thank, thanks for coming nice. on the podcast. I'll see nice you soon. Thanks, Ant. Yeah. Cheers. Bye.